0: You're listening to the Empower series, the first Middle Eastern mental health and wellness
1: podcast by Ali Salama. I love what you're what you're setting out to do. Um, it's super super important, um, you know. Now more than ever, I think that we're we're seeing how you know important of an issue this is to raise awareness. Um, you know, and I, I've kind of I feel grateful to be a part of that conversation through the work that I create, um, which I never really set out to, to do per se. Um, but you know, it's, it's been a bit of a a calling and, um, how so? Well, um, yeah, so I guess a little bit background on myself. Um, you know, I've always been involved in visual arts and music. Um, you know, I grew up, Painting graffiti, things like that, uh, skateboarding. Um, So I've always been expressing myself in one way or another. Um, And I guess it's been close to eight years ago, I lost my father pretty tragically. Um, And around that time, I really like changed gears in what I was creating, Um, just totally different style, and it became more of kind of like personal. I, w- I guess I would do like, um, entries, like almost like journal entries every day, just thoughts on my mind. Um, cause I've always been into writing and, um, so I started, you know, writing thoughts every single day, kind of like mantras or affirmations or mm. just things that had, kind of stuck with me throughout the day, like a theme. Um, and then I started adding, you know, kind of like doodles to them, mm. um, to complement them. Um, and it kind of created this whole new style for me, which was this very minimal minimalist black and white style that I really loved because it was, you know, it was cathartic. It was yeah. it was getting what was inside of my head down on paper. Um, and I think at the time when I was trying to find some sort of closure and deal with grief surrounding my father's death, that it 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 did bring me some of that. Um, whereas I could have been you know keeping it all inside and getting pent up and. It affected me in other areas of my life and I realized that what I was doing in this time period with this new style of art was kind of what I was trying to do in other forms of art my whole entire life, whether that was photo or music or writing. Um and it kind of just boiled it down to the most simple to the simple, you know, common denominator, which was just words and, and simple imagery to complement it. Yeah. Um and yeah, I mean, I, it, it transferred from, you know, just dealing with my father and kind of a way to keep in touch with him um, and write down these things like he could see them as well, so to speak. Um, yeah. And then, it you know, start touching on other things like the relationships in my life or, um, you know, hopes and aspirations, fears, all these different themes that are constantly running through all of our heads. Yeah, I just started putting them down, um, you know, and it's been. bunch of years now just running in the same style Um, and I just I I guess what I set out to do which was very personal and very um, yeah it was really personal it was a really way for me in hindsight to to um, manage my own mental health and 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 feelings um, became more of a universal thing that people could relate to Um, and I just Yeah, i guess i just realized how important it was to other people especially when i get messages every day um thanking me for them um so you know just a little bit of a background as the origins of this style
0: i mean like i personally when i checked your i i found it very different and not only that i just found that there was a twist to it that i didn't really um see in many graphic um, illustrators out there. So the thing that honestly really bothers me when I go on Instagram is that most of the mental health illustrators out there, they have this style that's more sort of feminine. And as a masculine, as a male, as an athlete, like I know how important the messages that they're portraying is, but I just wanted, like when I went on your profile and I saw your images, I completely, I was gravitated. Like I hadn't seen that style before, from a mental health, um, I wouldn't say a mental health illustrator, but an illustrator or a creative like yourself who was literally blunt, straight to the point, and that's exactly why um, we're talking right now. Because I was compelled to know how how you placed all those raw emotions into art, and of course, that is what's giving you the edge, as per my understanding right now.
1: Yeah, it's interesting that you um, you know you, you put it that way. Um, I agree. For the most part of what i see out there um especially in artists and creatives that are focusing um you know at least consciously on mental health i guess that's a, a big difference um that i've been having in a lot of conversations lately is that um and i think it was a bit of that that background i was giving is that i never really set out to um you know speak to a certain topic or um try to fit into a certain lane in terms of like okay i'm going to I'm going to be an artist known for touching on these subjects. Yeah. I think that I was just in still am, um, you know, really just focusing on my reality. Um, and I think a lot of those themes are obviously universal love, you know, like I said, hopes, fears, um, the mind, um, communication, things like that. Um, that, you know, it does attract that. It, it does attract a certain crowd that would focus on mental health and, you know, when you think about it in a, in a, in a bigger way, it is somebody working out the health of their, their heart and their mind. So it's just interesting. I never really set out to, um, you know, fit a certain mold. Um, but I'm grateful that it, that people who are seeking that type of, you know, um, just find comfort in that they, someone else, can relate to them or they can relate to somebody else that they're finding that in the work, I think is super important. And, you know, I'm grateful for that. Well, I mean,
0: <laughs> it's 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 predominantly the male uh, population that do find it very, very, very hard to speak out. And um, the yeah. numbers say that. I mean, uh, um, it's a fact that everyone knows about. Um, m- males are more susceptible, um, you know, to commit suicide. and to take action uh, based on, uh, to take actually severe action because um, as we both know, a lot of people, especially males, they can't really talk about their feelings out loud and uh, there's a lot of shame behind that. So I, the next thing I wanna really touch base on is how do you as a male um, release any tension, emotion? Um, wh- where does it come from? Or how do you find help when you need it? or um, What would you tell other males?
1: um, What stigmas would you like to break? I think, um, yeah, I mean, I guess the way I've always dealt with what was on my mind and what I was feeling is to put into something, whether when I was younger, you know, like I said, putting it into music or writing now, more so visual art. um, I think that you need to find some sort of release to get it out, whether that, you know, whether you're an athlete and it, it means, you know, hitting the gym or um you know you're um an artist and need to put it down on canvas or um you know what have you i think just getting it out i think communicating and i think now more than ever and you know in 2019 is to be as honest with yourself as possible um and i think that's that's kind of where i found my groove is i stopped i stopped thinking about perception in terms of what i was putting out there in the world so You know, I I, I even had a friend today talking to me about my work and said that it was just, you know, very blunt and very honest and confident in its honesty. (laughs) Um, And I guess I never, I mean, because it is, but I guess I never thought about it. And um, it's because I don't think about it anymore. I'm just going to put it out there um, because me getting it out there and putting in some sort of tangible form, you know, getting out of my head. Putting into a form in which I can like see it, I can observe it, I can yeah. think about it, um, is so much more important than any perception, mm. and I think that's the key to, yeah. um, you know, working out your feelings, your thoughts, um, all these emotions, is to just get it out. And I think that, especially for men, that's hard. Like you mentioned, to hard. be vulnerable, to be, you know, to put it out there, to wear your heart on your sleeve. But I mean, I've lost two friends to suicide. Um, you know we all know people who are dealing with stress the daily stress there is anxiety um yeah. and you know it doesn't discriminate it doesn't discriminate between gender it doesn't discriminate between race or beliefs it's 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 human nature and it's it's you know it's biological it's psychological and um I think that it's important to just be honest
0: mm. well i'm sorry to hear about that um yeah. Losing people that are close to you to to something like that, I think, uh, wow, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's
1: tough. It's, it's interesting because one of the, um, people he had originally had just been a fan of, you know, or, you know, admirer of my work. Um, and just through exchanging emails and stuff, we became friends and, um, you know, I kept in touch with him. He ended up getting a bunch of tattoos of my work. Um, I think like one of his whole legs was tattooed with work of mine. And yeah. he was just a great young guy. And um, I had put together some prints for him to send to him actually in Toronto. And um, I got word from his family that, um, that he, they didn't get to him in time, that he had, he had taken his life and was such a huge, huge hit um just because he always just seemed so optimistic and you know i talked to his family a bit and you know there had been some signs but you know nothing too too major um and he was trying to work it out and you know seeing the right help and it became overwhelming and um you know that's what happened and it's just crazy how much damage that does to the people left behind yeah. um you know they're always gonna search for answers they're always gonna wonder what they could have changed yeah. and I think that the best thing anybody can do in a situation like that is just communicate you know yeah. just to let the people in your life know what's going on and take time I think that there's a lot of societal pressures to you know just suck it up or get to work or yeah. you know keep competing or, or whatever you know you're involved in and yeah. I think it's so important to just take time and, and you know look after yourself cuz you're all you've got you know i mean
0: uh, that's that's all really one can do right um when especially nowadays with social media and the daily stressors yeah. that we sort of um manage uh, our parents the generation um the generation that brought us into the world never had that much pressure um you know um hitting them and buzzing them every single moment so um that just leads me to my next question how do you manage your daily stressors
1: and your creative projects it's tough i mean there's no there's definitely no um there's no quick fix Mm. i think that Trying to be as mindful as possible, trying to be in the moment and and minimize distractions. I mean, I'm the first to admit I've got a horrible phone addiction, just like everybody else. I work in marketing, so it's kind of go go go. Um, You're not alone. You know, I work for e-commerce by day, um, so I'm always plugged in. Mm. Obviously, I've got a bit of an Instagram following and all that, so I like to stay, you know, tuned in and producing work and broadcasting it. Um, But I think taking time to focus on what's really important um, is so important right now. I think that taking breaks from social media, or at least putting in perspective of, you know, when you're observing things on social media, especially influencers, you know, being aware that that's what they're broadcasting. They're usually broadcasting the best that they can, um, and they're really working at making it look as best as possible, Um, but they're humans at the end of the day, and they have the same you know vulnerabilities is all of us, um, and I think that's just so important to keep it in perspective um, so yeah, I just try to stay grounded in that way, but you know honestly it's it's a it's a it's a hour by hour <laughs> challenge
0: Is there anything you do that um is there any are there any habits you incorporate in your life? Do you believe in habits or are you a very um you know spontaneous? type of person how do you
1: no absolutely and i think i think it comes from you know a past. coming up i i probably had a lot of bad habits which may have you know exacerbated some of the some of the um challenges i have nowadays just you know i might have pushed my stress too far um Mm. so i think like a like a day-to-day basis i think that you know, doing your best to eat as well as possible to um, communicate clearly with people that you encounter or um, have in your life. Um, take time for yourself. Take time to um, work on your passion projects or your hobbies is incredibly important. Um, yeah, I think just taking that time out and not just doing, you know, wake up, go to work, go to school, whatever, you know, come home, Sit in front of the tv sit in front of the internet mm. um just having a having more analog and offline activities is mm. is pretty important i think
0: and your work for uh, bodega right um yeah. how i mean the fashion industry is, is notorious right uh with you know the, how trends are changing and how you have to be on top of the you know on, on top of your work and deadlines i know in the fashion industry is incredible how do you deal with pressures being a creative in that industry and uh, how how do you manage with all that or how is bodega different
1: i've worked for other companies where it is um you know it's it's incredibly focused on what's happening in the industry and competition and you know that kind of 24 7 work life horrible work life balance Mm. bodega um, was started by a few friends of mine and I've been fortunate to come on to the, the company a couple of years ago. And I think the company culture kind of leads, leads, it, you know, it, it, it sets a great example for the employees in that we really care about a work-life balance and we find a lot of ways to incorporate creative and, um, you know, community engaging projects into just the core business, which is commerce and retail. Mm-hmm. Um, so i mean i couldn't ask for a better place to work and a better team to work with um you know especially as a new dad um it's just incredibly inspiring and um yeah it's just it's unlike any other place i i have ever worked for or could imagine working for
0: Mm. i mean uh here's the thing uh as empire mag one thing we know for sure is the millennials are only looking for work-life balance and whether it's in the middle east whether it's in the west or whether it's in europe um, that's something that millennials right now um, are searching and seeking for right off the bat and uh, that's why sort of with what you're saying it just lit up a light bulb inside of me and i just thought that what if there was a directory or what if there was something out there that placed a standard guideline for all corporates out there to ensure what you've just said right now is existent in every um, company out there. I mean, wouldn't that improve the the mental health of people?
1: Um, yeah, it'd be incredible. I mean, I think first, you know, everyone, and you know, including businesses, need to accept that it's a a major epidemic, and a lot of it could be caused by the you know society we've built and are living in in current day with you know social media the internet all that exactly um 24 7 business and we kind of we didn't create this beast but we've definitely um you know amplified it and um i think it's time for people to acknowledge the effects of all those forces and what it can do to people on an emotional and psychological level and review how business is being done, how, um, you know, we're just interacting in society and, and find new ways to, to live. I mean, I don't even, I, you know, there's people that are working 16 hour days in some industries and that's super unhealthy, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I think that people need to, you know, cause you gotta remember in, in our parents' generation, they didn't have email. So yeah. <laughs> when they went home for the day, that was it for work. And they didn't yeah. think about anything unless somebody gave them a phone call.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and now we're in a generation where you're able to be reached at any moment. I wake up to emails, I go to sleep to emails, um, yeah. DMs, text messages, yeah. what have you. And, you know, it's, there's no room for self anymore. And I mm-hmm. think that's the biggest problem. And luckily at Bodega, you know, we've got a pretty, you know, we've got a pretty strict, like, work set of work hours. And outside of that, it's, you know, it's kind of bonus if you want to keep working on things, but you're encouraged to live your life. Um, so that way you can come back tomorrow and have a fresh mind and you have fresh ideas and you feel refreshed and I think other businesses need to take that model um, very seriously I think you know institutions uh, universities they all need to take that as a model
0: yeah I mean technically're we're, we're kind of dealing with the consequences just like um, you know climate change with the industrial revolution <laughs> right <laughs> the right. digital revolution sort of uh, I mean mental health is the uh it's the consequence of uh, of of many 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 things that have happened, and I think that's what we have to take into consideration. Just like we're we we're, we're advocating for um, you know global warming, I mean, what about ourselves, right? Because right, aren't we? Don't we deserve you know a, a better quality life? I mean, that's what mental health is all about, right? It's not about just depression and anxiety. And while they all those mental health disorders and illnesses are important, we're talking here about quality of life period, because mental health isn't just I mean, from my perspective, it's not you don't have to fall into a dark pit pitfall to sort of wake up and realize that that's something. It's like any other disease, you know, you, you, you prevent yourself from being diagnosed through a healthy lifestyle. And that's the approach that I'm trying to really take is to make sure that awareness happens through that modem and not through um, not through an extreme case, like the cases that me and you have experienced.
1: Um, right. And I, I think you hit the nail on the head is that, you know, mental health is one of the stigmas that still kind of exists or, you know, definitely. And especially as we start to have these conversations about mental health, which is great just to even be having the conversation, but yeah. it's always thought is mental health is the sign of some sort of weakness or some sort of disorder. And it, it has to be really, clear that there are mental health disorders such as manic depression and panic disorder things like that but mental health you know in its general sense is just taking care of your your mind and it's no different than physical health it's part of your physical health yeah um and you know there's nothing there's nothing weak about that there's nothing you know strange about that i mean we all have you know
0: Mental. We all have a
1: brain, and yeah. we all want to keep that healthy. So we're all part of it. And I think that the more we make that more of a you know a universal theme and a universal understanding, the more accepted things such as the disorders of that or mm. um, treatment to help you, whether that's holistic or medicinal, um, mm. these are all things that are normal. Just as if you had high blood pressure or um, you know a sprained ankle.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. It's uh, it's very hard to get people to uh, believe in something that they don't see. Um, right. Right. You know, in, in many cultures, if you say that, you know, you take a you take medication, it's uh, it's considered to be sort of unacceptable because um, how can you be suffering from something I can't see?
1: Um, who told right. you you're and going that's very, through that? And that's it's really hard for somebody who's dealing with, you know, say a um, you know, like their mental health is is being tested and they're dealing with depression or anxiety or something like it's, it's hard for someone who, especially who doesn't come from a, you know, a family or a a social circle that talks about that openly to deal with. I mean, I, about three years ago, just started suffering anxiety attacks out of nowhere. And um, you know, and I I still don't really know the the immediate cause of it. um, But it's something I deal with basically every day of my life. and when I first started talking about it because it was affecting me so much, you know, no one in my immediate circle really had anything to say because they hadn't dealt with it. And yeah. trying to explain these things to people is, is is difficult enough as somebody who's suffering from it. Um, yeah. And then you got kind of to get caught in like the whole, um, you know, uh, doctor circuit and trying to figure out who to see. And, mm. and there's the other issue, you know, just speaking of medicine or, or medication that when you do, try to seek help you know talk to someone we have a system at least in the west where it's easier to just get someone in and try to treat them uh with medicine without really fully understanding what the issue might be or how to approach that from a more holistic sense
0: yeah and uh i think this you hit that point very well um holistic health is something that we um as an industry um you know, in the health industry, there's it's just so much easier to prescribe something to to, to, to someone right. uh, rather than to actually go that extra mile and try to find the remedies. Because back in the ancient times, I mean, I'm from Egypt. Uh, back in the days, the ancient Egyptians used so many uh, plants and herbs for for many medicinal causes, and and part of the part of the causes were mental health related. Um, and we sort of have to know that. There are remedies, and there are there are many alternatives out there in in the holistic health approach. So I think that that's something that we really must um, look more into because uh, uh, someone, a lot of people out there don't really like how the pharma industry is going with uh, with regards to all the chemicals and many 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 um, you know many substances they put in that we don't know. But regardless, yeah. um, I, I I truly believe that. Uh, you really hit that one, uh, right, right,
1: right on point. Um, I mean, I I was just going to follow up that with one more thing is that for the most part, most of these issues, there's some sort of underlying cause and, you know, a lot of medications, they're not going to solve that problem. They're going to cover it up for a little bit until it rears its ugly head in a different way. Yeah. And I think that, you know, holistic also in the sense of exercise, um, you know talk therapy yeah. cognitive behavioral therapy things like that it's super important i mean that's the route i went personally um i don't do you know f- um medicinal yeah. i want see more holistic approach um but yeah it's all yeah, important to I, talk I, about. I did
0: that as well and that's why I, I chose to really bring that topic up because i i was given um you know that medicinal approach but i fought for my life um and i was again we're very fortunate to, to to have chosen that choice however i feel that when people don't choose that choice and not knowing that uh, being too deep in into it um, they don't have the the luxury of uh, or sometimes it becomes very hard to come back right because it becomes right. very dependable um and honestly the last the last couple of questions here is um how, like are there any things or any key components that you make sure to maintain to have that balanced, healthy, um, psychological and emotional well-being, as well as physical?
1: Um, you know, like I said, I think that just trying to be as honest with yourself as possible and with those around you, I mean, if you need to just say, like, hey, I'm, I'm stressed right now, I need a little bit of alone time, um, you got to communicate that with the people around you. I think that, you know, for me, spending time with my family, my wife and my son yeah. um, is the most important thing to me um, obviously keeps me grounded and, um, you know, time for self-expression or, or like I said, doing what you love, um, I think is a key component. Um,
0: Do you, focus and, on nutrition? you know,
1: just staying educated about what you may be dealing with or what other people might be dealing with. Um, mm-hmm. and just staying open to things, whether that's mental health or, you know, uh, current events going on. I mean, mm-hmm. having an understanding, having empathy, mm-hmm. um, can do wonders for this world
0: yeah. Do you focus on nutrition at all there? There are many many studies out there that link a lot of uh, A lot of a lot of what happens inside of us with the food we eat and consume
1: um, Unfortunately not as much as I should or I want to um, mm-hmm. I did you know, I've cut out certain things from my diet for you know different reasons yeah. um, that I think definitely had a good effect on my You know day-to-day anxiety um Um, you know things like caffeine i try to i cut that out completely no more coffee things like that huge help um but no i mean they talk about the second gut which is you know the majority of your serotonin is being produced in your your gut from my understanding exactly And, and there's a lot of reports and studies that say that you know nutrition and what you're putting into your body has a massive effect on your 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 mental health
0: that's exactly right yeah your gut contains millions of bacterias that you know um, contain so much of uh, the so many reactions happen in the gut that shape really how we how we perceive life and how we um, you know cognitively behave around so many different circumstances. So that's yeah, that's definitely one thing that of course, and over the next couple of months we as empower will be sort of um, covering. But the last thing here that I'd like to say, and if you have any other points you could perhaps? Have.
1: Uh, just on that on that point about about just day to day, yeah. Yeah, I, I just think that um, you know the biggest things I believe in are are you know freedom and and, and freedom of expression and um, just focusing on what matters. I think that the social media thing is really interesting, um, especially for our generation, because you know it didn't exist before and now we've got a whole you know couple generations of kids growing up comparing themselves on a global level which didn't exist before. Um, and a lot of that's positive. A lot of people are becoming entrepreneurs at a younger age. Um, a lot of people are getting attention for their talents and, and skills. Um, but there's, there's a huge negative component to this, which is, um, you know, just comparisons and just the expectations and mm what you should look like or what how you should dress or you know what you should listen to or where you should go to travel all these different things and I I, it's so much pressure on everybody Mm. um, that I think that I when I started getting a following I I made a point to acknowledge that if I hadn't I would always speak out on this and say that uh you just have to be honest and uh, and at least i can say that my work and what i'm putting out there in social media and what i'm being known for on social media at least is just my most honest side you know um that i would put out there publicly yeah and i that's just like my big message to anybody um to remember on a day-to-day basis is that that's just entertainment you know social media is entertainment and it's kind of documenting your moments and everybody's moments and that's what everyone's doing and you got to think that people are probably only showing their best sides and they're not Mm -hmm. showing themselves when they're at their lowest um or most vulnerable and um just keep that perspective
0: yeah um i mean we haven't really been taught to regulate um that because it has never been as 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 very um as daunting as it has been right now, uh, right. social media, and I think that slowly but surely over the next year or two, people will start to wake up and realize how much um, how how much impact social media does have on our life, and until institutions can really fathom that. Um, we we will start seeing more guidelines and educational guidelines, pr- pretty much, on how to use social media and how to regulate social media. Just as just as anything out there, um, you know, can be dangerous, social media will will start, you know, to have that more uh, more coming out. I think institutions will realize that pretty soon because um, the numbers, you know, they they don't lie. And I, I truly believe in what you were saying, uh, staying true to yourself. You obviously are a very, very real and congruent person within yourself. I can I can completely feed it and, and value your energy. Um, and I don't take it for granted that, you know, we're talking right now because I know that so many listeners um, could be listening and that could really help them out. Um, and on that note, I have one last thing that I'd love to close our episode with and that would be what would you say to anyone listening to us right now um that might be going through something that they can't really talk about
1: um i think that if you're going through something um the most important thing you can do is is to be honest about it and to communicate with Mm -hmm. that and if you can't find someone to communicate with you know there's a lot of resources out there to um reach people that will listen um and no matter what, there's there's always somebody out there who's going through or has gone through whatever you're going through, um, whether that's a you know a breakup or some sort of mental health disorder or you know you name it, some yeah. even exciting things, positive things. Somebody's going through it, dealing with it, has gone through it, um, and you know I put out a drawing the other day that said. It said, uh, everything will be okay. And then okay was crossed out and it said so it'll read, Everything will be you know, a little weird, unlike what you thought it would be. Yeah, um, I saw that. <laughs> something something and then it said yeah. like manageable. Yeah. Something along those lines. And, you know, that's just like super honest. It's like, yeah, things won't be perfect. It's not a movie, you know, whether that's love or or your job or, you know, your goals. It's not going to go perfect. It's going to be bumpy. You know, in some cases, it might go perfect, but it's always going to take some work. It's always going to have challenges. And the interesting thing about humans is we have this great capacity for resilience and, um, you know, perseverance. And you just have to remember that that no matter what you're dealing with, it's temporary mm-hmm. um, and it will pass And there's always somebody out there to talk to it might not be in your immediate circle It might have to be a stranger from the internet
0: Mm.
1: but um, there's somebody out there and It it should never get to the point where you feel so low that you don't want to exist or something like that I mean, that's a natural feeling that happens sometimes, but Think of like the incredible stuff that you would miss out on, you know, I lost a friend when I was a freshman in college Um, you know, it's been years now and every day I just think like man he would really be into these things that you know he'd really be into this band or he would really love to see this art exhibit or you know all these things that I come across and I always think about him and it's not it's just out of a place of I wish you were here to see this because I knew you I know you would love it and um, you know the Sun always comes out tomorrow tomorrow's a new day you know every minutes a new opportunity Um, so that's my advice
0: and that's beautiful uh that really hit me personally um thank you uh that was deep that was deep Matthew. that was very deep <laughs> make sure to subscribe to the empower newsletter to get the latest news about our exclusive guests on the show new publications and articles
1: every friday